Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here with co-publisher Marcello Yaya to walk you through this week's news. Our lead story by Sean Mulcairin is a, a first, at least in the 30 years I've been at the Enterprise. At the upcoming primary day, September 13th, if you live in the town of New Scotland, you will be able to vote on Democratic committee members. The current committee members are being challenged. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer has a fascinating story on what's being shown at the televisions in the Gilderland YMCA. They have four television sets in the exercise room, so for people that are on the treadmill or on a stationary bike, they can watch the TV. And they have recently stopped putting on CNN, the all-news channel. Rose has a fascinating story. H. Rose Snyder, this picture is of a forgotten, no longer used cemetery on Tan Hollow Road. And here is Dennis Fancher, the Westerlo town historian, putting back into place a grave marker from a girl who in the 1800s, 1880, died at nine months of age. And Rose has traced this fascinating story. Her grave marker turned up in Gilderland at the yard of the Harrivent. And you'll just have to read the story to believe all that happened in order to find where the marker had come from and to restore it. It's just a lovely story. The editorial this week is um, about reclaiming native truth. That is the name of a study by several different research groups that's really groundbreaking, looking at people's views of Native Americans. So many non-Native Americans think of Native Americans as one single tribe and don't see individual distinctions or languages or culturals or heritage. And um, We take a long look at this, illustrated by Carol Coogan with a ceremonial pipe and the American flag. And um, the remarkable thing is one of the studies showed that if non-Native Americans were given a, just a short narrative to read, because so many have been misinformed in their schooling or through entertainment or cultural stereotypes, that there was a, a real willingness to try to help and understand things like the Indian Child Welfare Act, where um, children were taken from their parents, not because the parents were abusive, just because the way of raising them was different. It was communal. The sovereignty and treaties, there have been 500 treaties that have been um, broken by the United States. Native-themed mascots, um, they looked at psychological studies that show the terrible harm that that does to Native American children, having these sports mascots that actually reduce them, even though some feel that uh, somehow it's um, a good thing. Um and the representations of Native people in entertainment, which are so often stereotypical, even positive stereotypes, can be harmful. So we urge strongly that that you read this. The president of the New Scotland Historical Association has written about an historical marker for Captain Henry Crounce that was taken or is missing. They're hoping um, it will be returned, and they say no questions asked. We have two letters from the Napierskys. As our readers know, Christine Napierski is a Gilderland Town judge appointed after Richard Sherwood had stepped down when he faced felony charges he's since pleaded guilty to, and her father and law partner, Eugene Napierski, 
They are both making similar points that have to do with the Democratic Caucus in Gilderland and drawing parallels to the rule changes in the National Democratic Party and hoping that there will be some local changes. This is a picture of Todd Del Martyr, and he works for Living Resources. He's the operation manager for Brain Injury Services, and he just had an incredibly human-to-human approach with his work, saying he learns from the brain-injured clients that he deals with. And it just has some lessons for all of us in this podcast about um, how to interact with people who have had their lives change in a second when they uh, face a traumatic brain injury. Sandra Kisselbeck, who writes in her typically amusing style, is inviting everyone to a quilt show that will be held in the Knox Town Hall on September 16th sponsored by both the Knox and Byrne Historical Societies, and we know from last year they were just beautiful, beautiful quilts. Amy Burnside, a councilwoman at Westerlo, who's been active in the Hometown Heroes, the banners that have been posted now throughout Westerlo, and they're inviting everyone to a celebration on November 17th. John Williams, as always, provides us with just what we need in these trying times, a little bit of humor. And a lot of the conversation was about the social life the old men have, etc., around doctor's visits. We have a really moving letter from Mary Schmitz, who's the president of the Gilderland Basketball Club for Girls, and it is going 30 years strong, and um, one of her daughters who played in it is now helping, and this is just kind of a recap of those 30 years and urging new people to join. George Pratt of Altamont is urging us to vote out politicians that don't match our views. Jerry Hauser wrote a very amusing letter uh, likening the newly claimed town road by the library to the Northwest Passage and saying it will save lives. A very dangerous driving situation will be alleviated there. Sherry Burgoon, the president of the Friends of the Voiceville Public Library, has written us about the latest edition, so to speak, of Encore. That's the shed that sells new used books at the library and has a new home on the other side of the library and is having a, um, a, a sale that features not just books but electronic media as well. And we continue with our opinions. Tim Albright, who came in with a handwritten letter on a large legal pad expressing his views on the Hilton Barn. He's very, very happy it was saved, but he'd hate to see it cut up into boutiques or restaurants and argues to leave it as a grand historic space. And a nice back-to-school picture from Michael Koff. There are more of them online at Burn Knox Westerlo. Kids looking eager and happy to be back to school. And we have a very thoughtful letter from Diane Sefchik of Westerlo, who has always has done research and written about being an upstander. And we had not known until she wrote us that that is a new word in the dictionary. As opposed to being a bystander, an upstander is someone who stands up when he or she sees bullying and um, tries to avert it. And she goes through 10 steps that all of us can follow, not just those of us that work in schools or go to schools, but in the community. There's a very sad story by Rose about a motorcycle crash that happened over Labor Day weekend. Um, The young woman who was a passenger, Leanne Rose Prudholm, died and the driver has been charged with driving while intoxicated. Lots more from Sean. He um, talked to 
every single candidate who returned his calls in the primary elections. And here are the districts, which many people may not be familiar with, and Sean listed them all there. So you can see what district you're in and read the profiles of those trying to be on or stay on the Democratic Committee. Democrats, of course, have dominated in recent years in politics in New Scotland. So that committee is very important because it selects the candidates that run for office. And there was quite a shakeup when Vicki, last year, Vicki Tlotsky ran for the a seat in the Albany County Legislature. She did not have the endorsement of her district spans, Bethlehem and New Scotland, and she did not have the endorsement of those combined Democratic committees. And in the primary, she really trounced the committee's choice and went on to win a seat. And she has requested several of these people to run for the seats on the Democratic committee. More from Rose. Here you can see the lovely setting in Westerlo at this grave site and some of the many people that were important in its return to its original place. One of them is Lee Ackerman Sawyer, who works at the Westerlo Library and quickly could put her fingers once she saw the name. Um, and they found... <laughs> uh, Bishop Thurman Jr., they called him Jr., the late historian in Westerlo, had cataloged every single cemetery in Westerlo, and they found the very page where this marker was missing, and it said, Missing Stone. Just remarkable. Um, our business corner features several new enterprises. We have Azalea, which is a new shop in Gilderland for formal wear, brides' dresses, bridesmaids, sweet 16, bats, mitzvahs, quinceaneras, and it's the lifelong dream of this owner of the shop, Tara Camardo Atanasio, and here she is making a bright purple sweet 16 dress look perfect. Rose also wrote about a relatively new, it's celebrated its one-year anniversary, Southwesterlo Business Association, and here are some of the business people who are gathered around County Executive Daniel McCoy, who issued a proclamation on their one-year anniversary. This is one of the businesses, it's the Van Winkle Inn, and um, its proprietor is pouring tea in this beautiful setting. Another new business Elizabeth wrote about um, is a they're calling it M Urgent Care. Albany Med has 11 of these, and this is the first one in Gilderland. It doesn't replace primary care, but rather than going to an emergency room, if you have a cold or the flu or a sore throat or maybe sprained your ankle, you can get immediate care there. And Sean has taken a long look back at the Voorheesville Area Ambulance Service because it's latest step is its old home has a new sign out front. It's now being occupied by the Albany County Sheriff's EMS. Turning the page, we have Elizabeth writing about the Dutch, Dutch Settler Society. And to be a member, you have to have an ancestor from the Netherlands who came to the Albany area by 1664 or before, <laughs> as these women do. And they put out, they call it a yearbook. It's once every few years with scholarly works and research on that fascinating local history. 
Also book-related on our library page is a new Little Free Library, as they're called. And this is on the rail trail, the Albany County Rail Trail. And it was unveiled by County Executive McCoy. There's the veiling (laughs) veil having been removed. And it was the brainchild of these two little girls, McKenna, who is five, and her sister, Caden Mahan, who is eight, and those are their parents, and they had asked their grandfather to build this, and they brought books to fill it with. And anyone can borrow the books, anyone can leave books, and it's just another wonderful addition to that trail. Lots going on in the libraries proper. This was a particularly fun picture that came in this week with Elephant and Piggy, who created a sensation at the Byrne Public Library as they kicked off the library expedition. And many of our columnists have written about it. The Upper Hudson Library System has 36 libraries, and you can get a passport and visit every single one of them, finding different things. It says at the start of this column, you can check out an American Girl doll in Bethlehem, grow a vegetable garden using the seed library at Voorheesville, and you can borrow an Amazon Echo Dot from the Gilderland Library. All things beyond books. Here we have our going out and community calendar with lots of activities and events. And this couple strolled into our news office. They are Wayne Knapp and Kathy Mack walking down historic Maple Avenue, right past some of the new Museum in the Street markers. And because of those markers, they have organized one of their Volks Sporters, which just means people, sports, sports of the people, um, which is a movement that started in Germany and has become very popular in the United States. And this couple has gone to really far-flung spots in the country. And they say you can see so much more if you walk through an area. And these walks are all sanctioned and meted out two different lengths, I think 5K and 10K. And um, anyone's welcome to come. There's a $2 fee for insurance, but you can just enjoy the sights of Altamont. And as they say, they have a motto fun, fitness, and friendship, and Kathy added food. So it looks like a good time. As always, we have local arrests, as well as a write-up on a man from New Jersey who was originally charged with some local misdemeanors, and then further investigation led to grand larceny charges the center on the mobile in Bethlehem. We have just one obituary this week from a very lively woman, Alice Fisher, who loved music and was a brilliant teacher, her family writes. She certainly sent in a beautiful, they sent in a beautiful picture of her. Michael Koff was on the scene at a fundraiser, a customer appreciation night at the diner out Route 20, the Chuck Wagon Diner. And one of the beneficiaries was um, Reverend Tiffany Butler, who keeps horses to do therapeutic riding programs. They also raise funds um, to fight cystic fibrosis. And they had a good old-time band um, that gave some very lively music. Switzkill Farm is planning a festival and seeking vendors. Thatcher Park Road is going to be closed for culvert work, and there will be quite a lengthy detour. Um, but the detour... the Department of Transportation tells us is meant for large trucks, so cars can find ways that are less out of the way to make to make that detour. The Voorheesville Community and School Foundation is holding their fall fundraiser at Indian Ladder Farms. It looks like a good time. And paging through our legal notices, we come to sports. And Elizabeth Floyd Mayer has written about the 
they're called 40 Love. <laughs> they're women who are 40 or older. And several of them are from Gilderland, including Deb O'Brien, who's known for coaching tennis at Gilderland High School and also participates in this. And they've done so well that they're going to be competing nationally. So we wish them the best in those competitions. And the sports season has started for high school. The um, Gilderland Girls Varsity Volleyball team ended up with a victory against the Saratoga Blue Streaks. It was in a very hot gym, not air conditioned, but they came through with flying colors. And it was a football first game for three different of our local teams. We have Gilderland, um, and this runner was incredible. He kept out running outrunning people left and right. But Gilderland lost their first game, and we had Burn Knox Westerlo, who was paired with Dwaynesburg to um, make Helderberg Valley, and they moved up this year to a Class C from a Class D. So that's a, a harder level of competition, and they played Voorheesville for their opening game, and the score was pretty close considering the move up in class. I'm just scanning to see if I can find the score, 38-21, to 21, and it went to the Birds. And on our back page, we have some lovely pictures by Michael from the Scottish Games that was held this past weekend at the Altamont Fairgrounds. We had a picture of a piper, a dancer, and a drummer all in competition. And I just love this exchange between two old timers, um, one who, they're both in their tartans, but one looks a little like Santa. And then finally, we have a native, a 1999 Gilderland High School graduate who we wrote a story about last year, Janine Kushner. She is nationally ranked. And here she is giving a almost a victory yell as she tosses her stone, and that stone weighed nine pounds. Go, Janine. And we wish you all a good week.